0: Hello, and welcome to an incredibly belated new episode of Now That's What I Call Bullshit, a podcast about the smorgasbord of wonderful craziness that is the Now That's What I Call Music compilations. I'm Catherine and this is Dan.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: We are recording this episode on what I realised today when I went on social media for the first time in about six months, Um, our two-year anniversary of the March Chadwick episode being released, which was our first full episode. So that's quite exciting. We have been incredibly quiet since Christmas, but we're hoping to get back in a bit of a pattern release episodes regularly so today we are coming back with a bang with a amazing guest who we're really really happy to welcome we have with us today founder member and manager of the amazing ferocious dog dan booth how you done
2: oh, yeah you right, hey
0: dan Two Dans in the room Stereo it's not going to be easy yeah. um Dan so we'll start by chatting a little bit about Frosh's dog and what's going on there because you're not playing with the band as you have been. Is that correct to say?
2: Yeah it's I'm still like like you just said on the intro I'm still managing the band and heavily involved but I decided I think it was November last year that I just couldn't do it anymore for a while. It's mainly because of the kids. Like last year, we, we had a massive year. We were all over Europe. We we had a big schedule. And then Flogging Molly came in. And then I think that was another eight dates to add on to the schedule that was already hectic. And obviously, we couldn't say no to Flogging Molly because I'm one of my favorite bands ever. So, yeah, it's just, I think the, the big trigger was when Lacey Lee, my youngest, she was six at the time, and she would be on WhatsApp video. And she'd be like, Where are you, daddy? And I, I think I was in Helsinki at the time. And I think because it's playing violin for a living, she didn't quite, under. she just thinks I'm on a jolly and that it's not a job. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's it's kind of hard to explain to a six-year-old, oh yeah, I'm playing violin on a stage, prancing about. Well, when are you coming back, Daddy? When can I see you? So uh, yeah, it just kind of dawned on me that the rest of the band had not got kids, really. And I have, so I kind of had to step, step back from the live stuff for a bit.
1: It's really hard when you got young kids. I remember being on tour and our seven-year-old saying he was upset about something, saying, "I, I need you to come home now." And again, I was somewhere in Europe. I was yeah, like, yeah. "I can't, I can't." And he was like, "Why not?" I was like, "Cause I'm, like, I'm in Belgium or whatever." And then he was like, "When are you coming home?" And I'm like, "You know, like next Wednesday." <laughs> and he was just like completely beside himself, and I hung up the FaceTime or whatever, and just felt awful and lonely and like sad it's hard it's really hard being in a touring band isn't
2: it? it it's really tough and i can remember the last time i felt like this was when Lacey lee was about one before you joined lebs dan we did a tour as, as you know um i think it was 2016 so lacy would have been about well she was one and as you know like that was, that was a pretty hefty 19 day tour so we'll wait for about a month and when kids are that young and i, I can remember at the time thinking oh this, this is hard and then I was fine. Obviously, with have COVID and stuff, which helped with the kids and everything. But then, yeah, it just hit me last last year. I just thought, you know what? This year's been mental. I've not seen my kids enough.
1: I was the same with COVID. When I spent two years at home with the kids, After, yeah. that's when I left Celtic Social Club because all the gigs were in Europe because they were French, obviously. And yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't need to be going to France all the time. Like, I don't need to be doing this. I want to have more time at home. But I, I think COVID... Like the, the the lockdown showed us how nice it was to actually just <laughs> yeah. hang out and like play cards with your kids or like you know mess yeah, yeah. about in the garden and and, and it's like do I re- am I really gonna go back to doing all that mad stuff that I was doing before this? Yeah. And the answer was no for me. Like weirdly, me joining the levelers was scaling back my my <laughs> kicking. <laughs> it's really funny
0: talking about it as well. Like you saying, Dan, that people think that being in a band and touring must be so much fun and I used to think that way I like I did like you even little kids I'm obviously an adult and I was like you're having a great time and then the more I spoke to Dan and even sometimes us just being with the levelers and seeing what goes on day to day it's not like a riotous like party of fun constantly there's actually a lot of sitting around a lot of waiting for things to happen and it's like that sort of frustration between those two things as well as what people think you're doing versus what you are actually doing as well
2: yeah, no, exactly. I've I've always said like you know if you're doing like a tour, like a a decent stretcher gig. I don't know. I don't know about you, Dan. You probably have this as well. But first night gig, you party after. Second night, you, you're tired, but you gig, and then you party after, and after that, it's just like everyone's grumpy. Literally, yeah. you have five, six, seven days of grumpiness. Just and-
1: loads of people looking at their phone in a little room like with headphones on, like ignoring (laughs) each other and someone giggling every now and again in a meme.
2: (laughs) I think think one of my things as well, because we've only got a small tour bus, so you're pretty much on top of each other. It's only got, so it's got like eight beds, I think. And when you wake up in the morning, you need toilet and there's no toilet on there. You're struggling to get back to sleep and all you can hear is noises, farts, Snoring.
1: Snorchestra. Uh, yeah, yeah. And
2: there's always that one person, I won't mention any names, that snores louder than like Arctic Lorry next to you that's just started up. Do you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, I wanna get home, man.
1: Yeah. When you're on a bus with eighteen people, there's always about four people snoring. There's a we call it the snorchestra. They all like snorkestra. start interacting <laughs> with each other rhythmically. <laughs> and you you start like making little tunes in it and stuff Like, because yeah. again when you got kids you you wake up at like half six seven no matter what. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and everybody else wakes up like at you know 11 so you're first awake in the morning smelling farts and listening to snores yeah yeah and there's nothing to do
2: you can't make too much noise because everyone's sleeping it's just
1: yeah. Like, oh yeah you're outside a leisure center in like croydon that doesn't open for another <laughs> three hours yeah, yeah exactly yeah.
0: right okay. shall we talk about this now that's what i call music yes. <laughs> let's yes. dan yeah i do not know how we are going to approach this one because it is epic it's amazingly good do you want to tell us which one we're looking at and why so
2: we're looking at so now the anthem uh live forever i think it's 2002 this release wasn't it
0: oh, i think it was What's a bit it? later than that actually it's really difficult to find out when things were... yeah it was actually released about two years ago because they changed the now website and i know other people who are now aficionados far more than i am will say they just totally changed. I actually think it was twenty twenty one.
2: I can literally just see that now. It says, yeah, release twenty twenty one. But yeah, um, where do you start with it?
0: Where do you start with it? I'll sum this up a little bit. So this is an interesting one because it's one of those now. It's not it's not an era. It's not even necessarily a genre. It's not a year. It's not a number. It's a vibe would be the best way I would describe it. Or at, or at least it is it is an era in the sense that it pretty much covers a very specific type of British music from about 1995 to 1999, generally. And I'm being really, really sort if, of... If
1: you went to Glastonbury, all the Glastonbury's in the 90s, this would be all the biggest tunes that you heard. You would see every yeah, single yeah. one of yeah. these. Yeah. I mean, I,
2: I've noticed one of... One of my favourite bands is on there twice, Oasis. I mean, at that time, they were
1: huge, weren't they? I love the way the whole thing opens yeah. with "Live forever. I mean, the whole thing's named <laughs> after an Oasis yeah. song, but, essentially. And, and that was the opener of the first Oasis album. So that's kind of the probably the first, the first uh, experience that everybody has of Oasis. That drum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. And then Liam's voice. That's why I love, that's why for o- of Oasis, like Liam's voice is, is it for me? Because that was the first track thing that I heard was this like really sort of slack drum intro and then him going, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And that's when you go, oh, this yeah, is yeah. weird. <laughs> Do you know, like that's his voice is, it's like when you hear La- John Lydon for the first time or you hear like one of those big, you know he's a he's a, he's a Oh, big he's, vocalist, he's unique isn't in every way, you know. he? Yeah. Um,
2: I think, yeah, I think from that album, they released about six, Singles as well, didn't they? I think Noel was like argue, yeah,
1: That's Noel. Like, That's the best one. Yeah, they
2: didn't do a bad follow
1: up though with Morning Glory either.
0: No, Morning, oh, morning
1: but Glory. You know but you know what? As well though, um, the second one's more Noel-y and I don't really like Noel Gallagher. I like Neil oh, Liam did. Gallagher.
0: I mean, I like Liam, but I like Noel. I think Noel. If you,
1: uh, if I had to choose, like everyone goes, oh, Noel's so clever. He writes all these like. Little songs like about you know how life is and stuff, and it's, it, but if Liam didn't sing on it, oh it no, be, without a doubt. it would just be nonsense. Liam's the X factor yeah. of that band. Loads of people can write, like, loads of people can write you know songs reminiscent of the Beatles. <laughs> loads of people can write, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean.
1: So, but it's only when you have Liam singing it in that like nasal drawl that it becomes yeah, yeah. exciting. Anything like half a world away when Noel sings, it's like yawn. No one, like i don't oh god as, i'm
0: i must be in the minority i i like i like some of the null stuff i like don't look back in anger i like half I, the I world don't, away I don't like, all that. like i like some of the stuff well, that, um, well, what talks, was the one on one of the later talk tonight, albums was he, 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 there was one talk,
1: tonight. talk
0: tonight's Brilliant. i'd
1: listened to the third album and said right i don't need to listen yeah. to Oasis <laughs> anymore they've nothing to say to me anymore but, half the second album i like all the first album i liked and we're we're going to get
0: carried see. away here. I know we haven't even technically started the show because we've started talking about Oasis straight off the bat and we haven't actually got into what the best tracks are on this album. And this is why I think that this is a beast, because you can't pick one. I think we'll all, all agree we cannot pick one. Well, so Dan,
1: one. Oasis are your favorite band. So which would you... It, it's um, Live Forever or Don't Look Back in Anger, is it? Oh, yep. God, it's got to be
2: Live Forever, choose? I think. Oh,
1: them too. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, same. So, um, all day i mean i know that the other one has an anthemic chorus but it's again they just got i think oasis just came in really hard really great and then just lost their edge lost a bit of edge lost a bit of edge lost a bit of edge, bit of edge. and now the two of them are just like in a huff with oh, each other yeah you you, you want to grab them both and go listen You both, I know you've got your things going on and you're in a huff with each other and that, but you could be in the absolute biggest band in the world right now. You could be playing to like 100,000 people in Brazil tonight and making millions and millions and millions of quid, except you've got the arse with each other. Do you fancy getting (laughs) over it? Well, I think
2: think Liam's well up for it. He's always saying, isn't he? Like, my, my cases are packed. I'm ready. I'm just waiting for Noel. But I think no, no, because no role yeah. wrote all the songs well, pretty much, didn't he? So he's probably already got nine houses and plenty of money, so he's not bothered anymore, is he? But
0: this is so it, isn't it? Is that he's getting all the PRS and all of the publishing yep. and everything. Like, does Noel actually need to Again. do anything more than he's done?
1: I rest my case. Liam is the best brother. <laughs> <laughs> he's the edge. He's the real one. <laughs> Noel's the Tory-loving, hush-puppy-wearing, dad rock. Have you, <laughs>
2: Have you seen the documentary? I think, is it Supersonic? It's Supersonic, yeah. Yeah, and he, <laughs> Liam's saying they'll do a gig and they'll be partying on the bus or whatever. Noel sat at the back on the phone to the son. Gossiping about bits and bobs that have happened. Do you know what I mean? So I get that. I completely get that. Noah's just like media whore, isn't
1: he? Ian Archer co wrote Liam Gallagher's last stuff with him. And I was talking to him, and he said, like, that Liam Gallagher is genuinely one of the funniest people that, like, just being around him, he said, it just is hilarious it's like hanging out with like homer <laughs> simpson or something or he's just like a caricature yeah, of yeah. himself and, and he knows it and he, and he hams up on it he said it's it's just genuinely just being in his presence yeah. is hilarious I'd, yeah i'd
0: love to have a pint with him. oh I'd, I do you know what i'm not the biggest oasis fan i love the first two albums i even didn't mind the third one and i like some stuff after it but i would love to have a pint with oh, Liam gallagher yeah, i think it would be absolutely amazing
1: he came to one of our shows once and he stole a load of merch and walked out <laughs> watercress Really? Oh, yeah. did he? Yeah. yeah, In Dublin, I don't know why. I Walked into him at Dorans in Dublin. My my brother was doing the merch, and he stole a But he stole like a CD and a T-shirt. That's not a Lord merch. That's well, a CD and a T-shirt. <laughs> I don't know. He You'd
0: give Liam Gallagher a yeah, CD and a T-shirt,
1: and he said, "I like, fucking good that." something like it, grab a load of swag and walked out.
0: Didn't Dave Grohl do something similar on one no, of your... No, I forced um, it. You forced it on Dave Grohl.
1: It. He just smiled and took it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, so we've talked about Oasis. No doubt we'll talk about them again. So shall we talk about other things on this compilation? So, Dan, what else do you love on this?
1: The thing is, right, if, I, if I'm going to do... Not s- you,
0: this other Dan.
1: Oh, that (laughs) dance! You know, the guest on this podcast.
0: I'll start that again. Dan, what else do you love on this?
2: Well, going in the complete opposite direction, Underworld, Born Slippy. It's an anthem. And I remember in 98, I was at uni in Liverpool. And I think they released it a few years before I was at uni, quite a few, I think. But it was still going strong with remixes. and, And at that time, Cream Nightclub was open. So literally I was there three nights a week, student night on a Wednesday and then Fridays and Saturday nights and literally just living life. Love it. Watching
1: disco biscuits. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna lie. There's quite a few big I saw Underworld on a disco biscuit at I can't remember what festival it was, and I do this. And I remember I thought all the hairs on my body were gonna jump out, <laughs> out of out of the skin. It was like Oh, oh there's nothing like oh, it, yeah. is there?
2: Well yeah, they, they yeah. born slipper was still like
1: being played like everywhere yeah because uh train spotting right it would,
0: yeah i mean i think it was was it not released a little bit before train spotting and then train spotting picked it up and it was a re-release i think because train spotting was 1996 which i like i've said on a few other of these episodes i think that train spotting was like such a sort of pivotal point in british like culture and media and things like that mostly because of its soundtrack yeah and the barn slippy stuff and i i remember watching t2 and feeling so cheated by the fact that they kept teasing barn slippy but they never played it it wound me up (laughs) so much
2: yeah
0: it was like t2 edged us with with (laughs) barn slippy and it really upset me but i couldn't agree more it's amazing and it was something we talked about with Now 35. It was on Now 35 as well.
1: The whole, um, that idea of the, those, they used to do drop downs and raves where they like took out the beat and they would play something like where everyone would take a breather and everyone would look around at each other and hug each other and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole start of that song is that but, feeling, yeah, isn't yeah. it? That like drop, the, the drop down in a rave. Yep. The first minute, it doesn't, like the beat doesn't kick in for ages. Yeah. It's just like that. Do, do, do,
0: the do, 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 do yeah, but, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's It's like this big sort of, Build up, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it's amazing. I couldn't agree more. It's
1: pure, it's pure ecstasy music, isn't oh, it? Oh, sure
2: is. I remember one. <laughs> I remember one night we we did a cream did like a, a thing called bugged out. I don't know if you've heard of it. It was like the last Friday of each month, so it's that's when they got in people like Carl Cox and Josh Wink and Dave Clark always finished the show, and it went on till six in the morning. I think normal cream oh finished at God. three, but this finished at six. It was like a special night, once every Friday or Saturday, one, once a month, I think. I can, <laughs> I can remember one night. We were still dancing at six and they put all the lights on and it was in summer so they opened all the doors and all the sun was beaming in and it was just like whoa geez we're still off our tits but (laughs) (laughs) and then there must have been about a thousand of us in this room and this this is going to sound really weird but Everyone heard a car alarm outside, then everyone starts dancing to this car alarm. at <laughs> six in big the morning. Fish, little fish cardboard box. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember thinking it's time to go home now, isn't it? It's got to be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when you dance into a car.
1: Alarm. Walking by, everyone going to work, going home with your pupils like, sauce oh, beans. yeah, again, so, on that bus. Oh, Jesus. The looks lux- the oh lux- you get.
0: <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about as being the, a standout, amazing track on this compilation? Oh,
2: there's loads. I like I really like, ah, there you know, is. like Connection by Elastica. I love that. Joke.
0: Oh
2: I love that. Um I mean obviously Fools everybody knows Stone Roses
1: and Fool's Gold, don't they? But it was gold, was an yeah. absolute classic. James at the time would sit down. That was a big student D one, wasn't yeah, it? Everyone in yeah. student you would sit on the floor, on the dance floor, yeah. everyone in their like tie dye shirts and that. <laughs> yeah. flares.
2: I mean, even like tub thumping. I went to you know, Chumbawamba, obviously. I went to see Dunstan's film the other week in Nottingham. Right. Oh it's great. Yeah.
1: Um, I get knocked down, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's sort of coping with growing old gracefully well, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. not like trying to. He's not. He, he is kind of milking it, but in a really intelligent way. Well, he does
2: it really self deprecatingly, doesn't he? Like, yes, there's, there's yes, absolutely okay. no ego in the in the film whatsoever. And then the funny yeah. bit is, I mean, there were, there were parts in it that have the whole of Broadway just in stitches for, for a minute. So it was brilliant. Loved it.
1: He's a really creative geezer. <laughs> yeah, he's a clever guy, isn't he? And again, that like, but that, that was sort of hit. He. Because the rest of Chumbawumba sounded quite different to that. You know what I mean? They were like this sort of weird, uh, almost like folky, dancey, like all the buff stuff was really, again, really um, rye lyrics and that. Yeah. And then Dunstan did that one tune, like, oh, get knocked down. It was like this big anthem. Yeah. And, then, and then he sort of left and they went back to being this sort of more vocal harmony led sort of thing. Yeah. You know, that he sort of, he, Dunstan almost could have done that tune on his own probably probably cuz it doesn't sound like the rest of no, World, it, does it doesn't sound like anything they've done before no. not then. but it's a great track and, and and again it's it's i just saw recently they like they turned down like politicians all the time like people like Trump and Farage <laughs> always want to use it for their campaigns yeah, yeah. and they turned down like we've just turned down 50 grand today <laughs> but it's, it feels good cuz like Nigel Farage is a twat or whatever yeah, yeah, so yeah. we just <laughs> turned down like 500,000 dollars today and it feels good because you know Donald Trump's. A dead, <laughs> don't that's got to be done, though, isn't it? You can't, you can't let
2: them.
0: In. Yeah, that's morals and ethics for you. Yeah, yeah. So, this Dan, right. the one sat next to me, what do you think?
1: Like, I, the thing is, there's there's such an abundance of absolute, uh, you know, classic bangers on there that that are generally accepted. I'm going to go for two. Okay. Slightly left of center, absolutely amazing songs. One of them, She Said by The Long
0: Pigs. love that song. It's so good.
1: And the other one is um, the she, 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 shine on. Um, shine on is in here, isn't it? The shine, House of Love, yeah. It's on it's yeah.
0: on disc three, I both believe. Both of them, actually, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, both of them are on disc. And I'm going to go for those two because they're just, I guess, anthems that never, re- you know, like neither of them are going to, like, buy a house on the royalties for those. Um, although Richard Hawley was in Long Pigs, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, He's probably doing all right, but I don't know what the rest of them are up to. But the House of Love still play, and, and I played with them recently, and they're still playing that song, and it sounds just as good. In fact, Al, our mate Al's their guitar tech. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: The Long Pigs tune is so good. She said it's a brilliant, brilliant tune.
1: There you go. That's my tea. I'm just trying to be alt. alt and, kind of <laughs> weird. and You know, I don't, I don't like any of those big bands. And, in fact, I don't like any bands that make it successful. I only buy cassettes and as soon as a band comes successful they sell out and i only like their old stuff when they were <laughs> poor i only like poor bands and i'm wearing a cardigan
0: i'm just looking at this as i sometimes do with now compilations when i look through them i'm like would i skip it would i skip it would i skip it because one of the big things about now for me is that like i would listen to it in the car if i do long journeys it's great to have some of those now cd's you just pop in and you listen and and what would you press the the next button on And there's only one song I can see, which I have no doubt that we'll talk about in a bit. One of my, one of the ones that stuck out to me is a bit of a, I don't think it's an outlier. I think it's interesting. It's on this, is New Order Regret. Really love this tune. I think it was 1993, which is when I first went to secondary school. So I've got like those sorts of memories of it, but it was kind of quite different to some of the things that New Order had done before in that essentially it wasn't Blue Monday, but it just, I, I just love it i mean i love new order but i really love that song shed seven going for gold yeah, was another yeah. one the wanna dies a you and me song oh, because good. it was on the romeo and juliet soundtrack so a lot of this is and, and i think that it's really interesting that the 90s on this podcast come back again and again and again it's such a defining era in so many different ways and romeo and juliet that soundtrack was absolutely amazing and basil herman always does a really good job with the soundtracks and then i suppose what i find interesting is some of the bands that feature twice which i'm sure we will come to talk about but the other thing that stands out for me is the lightning seeds change as well which was on clueless
1: right okay so you're a movie based yeah <laughs> i mean Spot and clueless and there's batman in there in there batman's in there which we'll talk uh, about
0: i've got no doubt we'll talk about but romeo and juliet like just really era defining and the other thing i just need to quickly shout out really quickly is weezer buddy holly which i just <laughs> I re- but again it's the video do you remember the video yeah, the, happy well, the happy days video yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, i used to love happy days yeah i oh, loved yeah. happy
0: days do you remember when it used to play on channel four at like six o'clock yeah night? i used to
1: watch it i used to love it, to me, love it.
0: Too. I, me too that and the monkeys i used to didn't
1: watch. like fonzie was like the, the epitome of cool in it but he was like a sort of unemployed Mechanic that lived with his mum. <laughs> yeah.
0: He was in his late thirties, early forties, yeah, hanging out with a lot of teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and said a lot. Wasn't there something he was really scared of as well? Like, you know, like B.A. Brackers was scared of flying. I'm sure the FOMS had something. Yes, oh,
0: yes, remember, yes. It? I can't remember what it was, but you're totally yeah, right. Someone's yeah. going to tell it us. There was
2: something, will not there, definitely.
0: There definitely was. So we've covered, there's a lot of good stuff on here. There is a lot of good stuff. So this section might be significantly shorter, but what do we hear on here so Dan Booth Find something you hate We challenge you To find something oh, you do hate Do you know what
2: there's, there's two There's two They're
0: both on Oh brilliant I'm surprised you could find Well no I know, I think I know What you're going to say But
2: Yeah.
0: you are going to get a chorus Of yeah <laughs> Do you want me to guess
2: You guess And I'll, I'll... Yeah go
0: on I think you're going to say The U2 track And the Babylon Zoo track No <gasps>
2: No Oh no, you... oh, no my, Both of mine are on CD4 And oh. The first one I don't feel Too bad about saying Is it's the, it's the beautiful South Rotterdam
1: I just don't like it I'm not a fan <laughs> well, of, I'm not a fan of them at all too sweet right yeah it's too sweet I'm not a it's fan lovely but I don't always love lovely yeah it's insipid most most of the beautiful sites I put I could do without <laughs> yeah. really
2: and the other one I feel really bad because I met him we played with him we saw headlined to him years ago at a festival dodgy good enough. I just don't like
0: it. Oh, I, love I love that track,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and they
1: are lovely guys. Yeah, they as well. are lovely. That's why I felt really bad. But I just don't like that track. Sorry. I love. That. I love that song. It's just really reminiscent. I think I it's I, really summery and yeah, lightened. Yeah, I was at a load of summer festivals when it came out. Yeah, was good enough? And then also, um, so yeah, two sort of sweet pop songs that you don't, you're not into.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I, I was just looking on CD three. One I missed was um, Corner Shop. Spring full of ash here. And I, I absolutely love that track. That's a banger. I love that yeah, track too. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were
0: going to say hey, no, that no, no, track no, no, then. Yeah. I was going to go, Dan, you can't <laughs> no, do that. The <laughs> Fat Boy Slim remix of it is banging. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 100%. And singing and dancing and yeah, singing yeah. and dancing. <laughs> and dancing.
0: <laughs> I don't feel like the beautiful south is a hill that I can die on. I, I, I can see why. it's It's yeah. quite sort yeah. of... Well... I think that once they got through, what was the massive, massive compilation that they did? At the, like in the nineties, was it carry on up the charts, which was just amazing? And this, I feel like this was the stuff they did after that. Am I right in saying that? Sure. That might be a very hazy memory yeah, of mine.
2: Sure. Yeah, it's got to be around that time, don't it? Yeah.
0: But it, it it felt very different. I do agree because it had that um, "Don't marry her" on it, didn't, yeah. didn't yeah, it? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Which is me. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that, but no, I, I, I do love Good Enough. I actually was going to pick Good Enough as one of the really? songs on it and I'm glad I didn't say it now so Dan couldn't shame me. Well, <laughs> so I've obviously said the two songs that I think are rubbish. We I'm not going to talk anymore about Babylon Zoo because we've talked about it so much, honestly. Matt Chadwick hated it, everyone hated it because
1: it had... The most exciting 10 seconds at the start and then the most disappointing song ever. 100%. And they used the, the, the first 10 seconds on the advert, which was, everyone was like, oh, and then you bought it and it went, Spaceman, 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 <laughs> for, for three minutes.
0: And then the U2 song, just because. Um,
1: R.E.M., that's not their best moment, what's the frequency, Kenneth? You know? But I would have suggested U2, that that, that doesn't fit moment.
0: within this within this theme.
1: Yeah, but the, like U2 have got a load of good songs, but that's not a good one. Those two, I would say, are kind of crap choices for two decent, fairly decent bands. Manic Street Preachers, I just don't get. They're like, if Queen worked in a fucking library or something. <laughs> uh, Queen worked in a library. They're, 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 so they're like, this is, if
0: you tolerate the, the longest title ever, if you tolerate this, then your children will be next, is, yeah. the, is the song you're talking don't
1: about. I Manic Street Preachers. I don't get them. I don't know exactly what they're about. I like, I like the are first like, album. Uh, holy b- is that
0: with motorcycle emptiness Yeah,
1: Holy, holy that's Bible, thing yeah. That's a, that's a, that, 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 it peaked with motorcycle emptiness, <laughs> yeah. and then after that, it's boring. And then the other thing that I would say is, Travis, why does it always rain on I me? Knew you were going to say that. from fucking Scotland. That's why it always rains <laughs> on you it's a rhetorical question in it scotland
0: i feel like travis had that moment though at glastonbury singing why does it always rain on me while it rained in like the (laughs) mid-90s didn't they?
1: i wish i could record my eyes rolling (laughs) my eyes are rolling down my back (laughs) So essentially, the song became big because the weather's shit in Britain, and they live in the shittiest weather bit of Britain. So is it's a beautiful it
0: country, though. I'm sorry, I won't like Scotland is as, a lovely country, but Morissette it is quite would raining.
1: Say, isn't it ironic? Do yeah. you think
0: she's not on here? She should probably be on here. To be perfectly honest, she should she should be on here over you. None of
2: the stuff she says in that song's ironic, anyway.
0: Not not a single one. It's all
2: bad it's luck. Oh
1: yeah, it's just bad luck, is it? So anyway, when you stub your toe <laughs> while carrying a cake, yeah. you run out of toilet roll had a curry and a few pints isn't it ironic no it's just shit it's bad planning yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
0: but do you know what always got me about that song that's not even on this this compilation but a black fly in your chardonnay that's great because chardonnay is white wine and if you get a black fly in it you can see it and fish it I'm out Guinness. what what's that about yeah, yeah. Alanis
1: not ironic. No. <laughs> not it's just a thing. Isn't it ironic? No. Don't, yeah, don't you think? Don't, don't you know? you, No. <laughs> Is it fuck? A little bit ironic. Nope. No, no, it's not irony at all. It's just shite things happening to you. I really do think, well, you're wrong.
0: <laughs> right, okay, so shall we do the most out of place here? Just, yeah. What do you reckon, Dan? What the f- are, Out WTF. of place are WTFs. What the fuck? What do you reckon, on this compilation
1: probably for different reasons i reckon sides of a car wonderful speaking about bands people aren't in anymore <laughs> <laughs>
0: why why choose that song dan other than to, to bring up some no. um repressed memories
2: sorry dan <laughs> no i i just i just think of all the of all the stuff that they brought out that's not one of the best like we touched on before with with some other bands on this compilation I just uh, I think they, they did a lot better stuff than that I, I don't was know if it's out of place hit, though,
1: aside from Dizzy yeah. Dizzy. Dizzy yeah, yeah I yeah. remember at gigs you know Miles used to go should we do the car song now and everyone go yay you know and it was kind of like we've got to do it it was kind of isn't it ironic <laughs>
0: but it was do you know what when i think of size of the car size of a cow i always think of come dine with me because when people cook beef they always used to use it
2: that's right
1: yeah as soon as anyone bought out a steak they'd, they'd play that yeah, i remember yeah. phoning tom haxell the manager and going are you are you across this that this is getting played like once a week and and come dine with me he's like i must look into that i must tell the prs that that's going on <laughs>
2: You get the sixty quid or whatever. Yeah, yeah six pounds. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, in terms of a back catalogue, I suppose it is the most popularised one. But I agree with you to a certain extent in 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 where it sits in this entire track list. I would agree with you.
2: I mean, when you look like the last "There She Goes" classic. I mean, full Disco Two Thousand classic. I don't know. I mean, a lot of these bands on here, there's classic tracks all the way through, aren't there? And then I just looked at that and I thought, yeah. Maybe
1: not. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I'm not going to say anything
0: more. <laughs> um, anything? I'll move, moving swiftly on. Anything else on here, Dan, that sticks out to you as being out of place?
2: I wouldn't say out of place, you know. There's nothing for me. Why? What you got?
0: It's. I mean, I agree with you. It's such a good compilation. I mean, when we get to rate this out of 10, I've got a feeling this could be one of the highest rated you want to say something, yeah, Dan?
1: Right, weirdly, right, and it's a song that I love. I can see why Iggy Pop Lost for Life's on there because it was. It's in the train spotting opening. But should I stay or should I go? Agreed. You uh, know why it's I on love there, it. though, don't you? Is it because of that advert? Was Levi's the advert ad? was in the 80s? That advert was in the eighties. That advert was in the eighties. I think what?
0: they bought it back in the nineties. It they? was definitely. I mean. I remember it being number one at one point, and I am assuming that, that as a to, like, like I wouldn't remember yeah, as a seven year going, old. The guy
1: going into the laundrette,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What's Nick his face? Yeah.
1: For me, that's of a different time, slightly of a different time. Yeah, um, yeah, I can point. understand Lust for Life was 90s because of that train spot and opening where mm-hmm. they run down and like through Edinburgh. Yeah, but, yeah. But should I stare? Should I go for me? Clash don't belong on here. It's sort of nineteen nineties. ninety
2: nineties, isn't it? Yeah. yeah,
1: Which is possibly a, a, maybe why the Wonder Stuff sort of sits a bit weird because they're like a late eighties kind of thing, and and their better tunes are all on HUP. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Which was like what nineteen eighty nine or nineteen yeah something like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, for me that's it. It's 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 the Clash. I mean, and I would say Iggy Pop did not know that it was a it was a, a spot mm. thing. The rest of it's fairly. As I say, it's just like if you went to Glastonbury in the 90s, you would have seen all these big tunes.
0: I mean, there's a few things on here that make me go, why is the cast song flying?
1: Because they had so much better tunes. Yeah. Than. There's a couple of bands yeah. that didn't pick their best song, really. Like, what? what's the frequency, Kenneth, by R.E.M. R- have so many brilliant songs? But
0: I wouldn't. So this is, this is the question I've got to ask you both. Do R.E.M. I'm not... By the way, I am not not in any way shape or form questioning how good rem are because rem are amazing but do rem belong on this compilation at all
1: like if you'd have put on something like uh losing my religion or the sidewinder sleeps tonight or uh you know something like that or even everybody hurts i'd go yes but what's the frequency kenneth i'd go no Dan, what do you reckon? No, I, I, I agree with you, probably,
2: Catherine. I can't imagine seeing Smashing Pumpkins on here. So I can't really, I don't really see why Ari ever on here as
1: well. Yeah, I get that.
0: No, but I would say actually Smashing Pumpkins probably would sit a little bit better. Like
1: 1979, oh, probably, yeah. Or today or something like that. Or
0: tonight, yeah. Tonight, yeah.
1: tonight, yeah. Um, But then again, what do you call them? Soundgarden are on there. So yeah, there's no reason why. Smash Pumpkins shouldn't be on.
0: Again, it's got nothing to do with R.E.M.'s band. I just, I'm not sure the way it sits within this whole thing. The other one that I looked at, and I might get, I'll be interested to hear what you both think. A song I love, and I know that, I'm not, I don't think that Dan is the biggest fan of it, though he has spoke about it on previous podcasts. So I'd be interested to hear what you think, Dan Booth, is the new radicals, you get what you give.
2: How does it go? Remind me.
0: It's don't give up, you've got the music in you.
2: Oh, yeah. God, yeah.
0: He hates it. Uh, no, yeah, you I'm hate not, it as well.
1: <laughs> I'm not a fan, yeah. I think I hate it because it was just on TV all the time. Maybe when I lived in America, I don't know, but I just, I over it, it, I heard it, it was everywhere on i think mtv that video where they're all in a mall like sliding down banisters like with a cap on and being like
0: you <laughs> are a bucket oh, hat actually oh,
1: yeah that's yeah aren't we a bit yeah. wild and crazy look
0: it's not the song itself i love the song it's very much of a time it I just for me it just doesn't fit
2: it don't, no it doesn't fit for me the lyrics are just cliche as well aren't they
0: i'm sure they probably are but it's for me it's the vibe of the song it's yeah. like bop which I always talk about as well. I mean, and Umbop is pure nonsense, but I love it. There
1: is an overly big sort of, aside from Danny Warhol's and them and Soundgarden, it's it's all massive and Wannadies here are Swedish, but I guess so. It's, it's mostly European, right? Like Elastica, Sleeper, Placebo, who are sort of European, you know, what? whatever. They're from the Sound American, but they're not. Um, Luxembourg? But most of it is sort of big... Brit bands, because that's what, what was the biggest thing at the time. So I guess the American stuff does, does. kind of stand out as, a, oh, here's an American one. Here's well, American. here's a question for you
0: both then. How do you feel about the inclusion of They Might Be Giants in this?
1: It's a banger, that tune, but does it fit? Maybe not. How oh, does that go? Look an in the alley by the light switch. Who she's oh, oh, yeah, yeah. over you? <laughs> Make a little dance uh, in your soul. Oh, I like it. it. It's like a guilty pleasure, I suppose. I shouldn't like it, but I do. Yeah, yeah. You could probably take all the American stuff out of this. And the U2 one. I'd lump that in with that. You could take REM out. You could take U2 out. You could take Black Hole Sun out. You could take... uh, You'd have to... You would have to lose... Weezer though, um, ah. and it would still be a pretty good album. The Dandy Warhols, and it would still be pretty good. Yeah. Is it just that, that we're we're
0: we're pedantic and we like what we like and we don't want like what we don't like and we're trying to um British? excuse?
1: I'm not. Brit- I'm not <laughs> Irish. But. Is, is it because we're like we're we're Anglo centric? In our tastes
0: well but in terms of this this particular compilation it's called live forever yeah, to it's me it's named after an it's...
1: oasis track and it starts with an oasis track and the majority there's a very big theme going through it like sort of big liver mancunian and and sort of big big like uk anthems like even Supergrass. Mm. all right i'd have put um Instead of sit down, I'd have put laid by G. Oh. oh, laid. It's got, it's got to be laid, on not it? Yeah. Oh. I'm doing football manager now. I wouldn't have bought that on. I bought. I <laughs> bought, bought him on <laughs> at 70 minutes. Cool as shit. I hate cool. Well, shaker, so this
0: is the other question I had to ask Dan, right? You'll notice you bought it up at the very beginning that Oasis are on twice, but there are a couple of other bands that are on twice as well.
1: Yeah, Ocean
2: Colosseum are on
0: there, and they're weird. As Saint Etienne is one.
1: Weirdly, Saint Etienne works. Like they don't get the recognition they deserve because everyone was listening to them. They were on at every party after, like a rave or whatever. Everyone, you would yeah. always hear that Neil Young, the version of "Only Love Can Break Your Heart" that they did. Or so I, I think I can give that a bye ball because they were really great. They just never reached the heights they were meant to reach. But
0: Dan, what do you reckon? Two songs on a on a on a
2: massive now compilation?
1: No, I wouldn't, put e. two on. I, won't put I wouldn't two put on. two
2: on either. I'm trying to think he was missing from this that should be on there.
0: Oh, that's going to be an intro, because I've got one. So I'll be interested to hear what you say. But the other band that is on twice, and I, you're not allowed to say anything, Dan gets to speak first because I know what your response is going to be. <laughs> Cooler Shaker are on there twice.
2: Really? So we're, we're a blur. Great question. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Great and question. Surely
2: they should be in and not Cooler Shaker twice and send SBN yeah. twice. Not
0: even. I, the Cooler Shaker songs are Hey Dude and Hush.
1: Which is a cover cream cover in it?
0: Yeah, it's an interesting one. But I'm just scrolling through because obviously this is a really big compilation as well. I I, I don't think Blur are on here. I think no. you're absolutely I, I right. They're not.
1: They're not. I take Kula Shaker off twice and put Blur on. Twice. <laughs> like Blur were. I think that's fair. Blur have been have been at the forefront of this kind of shit for 30 years at least.
0: Well, also, it seems perfectly sad to when you've got Oasis on there twice with the, the Oasis and Blur were that era. Yeah, they, because they of were everything.
2: rivals, weren't they? When I, when I was in sixth form, it was literally, they didn't ask what football team you supported. It was like, are you Oasis or Blur? That was exactly. it. Exactly. Like, oh, fucking hell, uh, Oasis then, if I have to choose. But yeah, literally, that, they were that big, weren't they?
1: I was. Yeah. Blur, I was a Blur advocate. Well, yeah. Yeah, I was Blur all the way.
2: I liked them both, but I didn't say, because everyone, everyone would kick on oh, no, I you got to like it, wouldn't you? But yeah. Probably where you lived. Oh, yeah, without, without
1: a doubt. Do you want to listen to a band that have like more chords and intelligent arrangements and better lyrics? Or do you want to listen to the band that, like, rip off the Beatles and untuck their shirts?
0: <laughs> That's unfair. <laughs> I will say that. Um, do you know, so, do we, can we find anyone else who's missing? Because another thing that pops out to me as someone who's missing is Gene. Gene would have fit along. Fight Olympics. and fit would, yeah. have, would have gone on yeah. here really well.
1: I'd have put Gene on before Manson. Manson, we're just. Oh, I
0: like that's Manson song. Though.
1: If you're gonna get into all that Britpop stuff, there's probably loads of things that that kind of should have been on there. Is it Britpop though? It's not. I don't know.
2: I think a lot of it is, isn't it? But yeah. a lot of it's not. Yeah, I'm trying to think who who'd be missing. I'm, I'm sure there's loads isn't there. I mean, you've
0: got you you hit on the big one. <laughs> To be honest, yeah, I have to say, I think Happy Mondays are on there twice as yep. well, actually. And um, they are Step On and um, Kinky Afro's on there. I am going to assume Blair are not on there for a very specific reason. And if you wanted me to guess, and this is a conspiracy theory, it's because they wanted to call it Live Forever. Ah, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Do you want to it Live Forever? Yeah, no. Why don't we call it a There's No Other Way? Like... <laughs> Park life. I thought of another one, actually, that I think
2: is about that time. The Coral.
0: Yes, something like Dream, Dreaming of You.
2: Dreaming of You will be, will be perfect on that compilation, won't it? Yeah, yeah,
1: you're totally right. Catatonia are on there, Space are on there. Yeah, the Coral are... are the Coral not a bit later?
2: Because Space be are the they, sort of yeah.
1: big, scuzzy band. Yeah,
0: but I think if you look at... They were they were the really early knots, it would have worked. Yeah. It would have worked, I'm telling you. It's, it's just such a good one. I do question the veracity of having seen Etienne and cooler shaker on there twice but again when it comes to now that's what icon music compilations oh, you know there'll super be a reason animals they're on there aren't they, are they? don't think so you're gonna to have to cut this out while we scroll through it no, i thought super on there. fairy animals were i didn't, on there. I,
1: didn't see, I didn't see them. no i don't think they are you know again it's sort of slightly left to center but they were great at that time.
0: Yeah, they are great.
1: In the 90s, they had like, man, don't give a fuck and things like that, but they're not going to put that on this.
0: No. Old. Do you know the other thing I'd like to hear your thoughts on before we move on to anything else we want to talk about is the inclusion of Je- Jeff Buckley, Hallelujah.
2: I was
1: just looking at that. Yeah, yeah. What do you reckon of that, Dan? I think he's got his place, you know. What do you think? Was it in a movie way? That song just seems to keep coming. Like So Leonard Cohen did a version and Leonard Cohen's a brilliant lyricist but can't sing. So then Jeff Buckley realised that because that's the thing like with bob dylan leonard Cohen, is like they can write brilliant lyrics but they can't sing for shit. yeah, yeah. so then someone goes oh, i can sing i'll do that song so then jeff buckley sung the shit out of it was it for a movie and then rufus wainwright sung the shit out of it no i think Shrek.
0: jeff buckley did it but the rufus wainwright version with i it think it Shrek. was kind of made popularized and then then by like Leona Lewis. Did no, it, it was Alexandra. I hate that. I know this yeah, everyone, but it was Alexander, Alexandra Burke. Yeah. It was the like X Factor winners' song, wasn't it?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Which is it's just it's offensive. I'm not even gonna.
1: And then it was in Sing Two or something like that, an elephant song. I remember.
0: That, I think that's the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> not to show my intense and very in-depth understanding of the Sing movies, which are brilliant. I'm not going to knock them. It's a song, and keeps... I'm sure you've watched them as well, Dan.
1: It oh yeah, re- it keeps recycling itself that song. Yeah.
0: But it's because it's brilliant. and Like, I don't think that crap so, songs can recycle no, it's themselves. It's a great song. It is a
1: great song. The lyrics are amazing and the chord progression is amazing. So I think that
0: us all going, yeah, it's fine that Jeff Buckley's okay. on there. Proves the point that we're all just basically we like what we like and that's it. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) and we'll stick up for whatever we want to stick up for so before we wrap up dan is there anything else you feel like you need to talk about because i know that this compilation is so huge is there anything you want to give an honorable mention to
2: primal screamer on there i think they're on twice aren't they are they another one It's, it's
0: crazy yeah loaded's on there
2: yeah and um moving on up oh which is that's great amazing well, yeah and you i've never, see, I've never really. seen i've never seen him before yeah i've never seen him before but i get to see him next week at Bearded the theory so i've chuffed a bit for that
1: i saw them at that time i saw them play that that album in the ulster hall in belfast and i've also i've, I've been at a few things I, I, I did a thing for black rebel motorcycle club where bobby gillespie was the dj and he dj'd for about one song and then his girlfriend and it was a
0: primal scream song
1: <laughs> no no he put on like an old rock like garage rock song and then passed out and his girlfriend lifted him over her shoulder and carried him out the front door <laughs> he's, he's like a little pixie he little is wave. quite tiny yeah yeah,
2: yeah we, we did a gig quite can you remember Keith Ballon? he opened a venue didn't he right um, oh god
1: did
0: he
2: yeah it's only really I forget, I forget where it was it was like a little 200 250 cat venue and we, we played it and he was lovely and we were chatting to him backstage and I said to him who's the one person like in showbiz that you wouldn't want Lily to go out with when she was younger and he went Bobby Gillespie
1: <laughs> Just the drugs. So they might drugs. I said,
2: yeah, I said why. and He told me a few stories. That I won't repeat on here. But I was like, okay, I get. Well, that. wait I'm until
0: we've stopped this recording. You can tell us another <laughs> story. Keith
1: Allen was another one. Like at all the Glastonbury's I'm talking about, he was at all of them. Like, yeah. and at some point of at all the Glastonbury's I always ran into Keith. But
0: and again, someone. he was a bit of a '90s legend, wasn't he? I can't believe we're now talking about Keith Allen. But he was in Shallow Grave, like he was in, like he was. Do you remember that Vindaloo song, Fat Legs? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. it Alex? J- was that Alex James? Not Blur,
1: right? It was. Yeah, yeah. Was it Alex James?
0: Yeah. Like he was just a part of it all, wasn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. like.
1: Mr. party cameo, wasn't
2: he? Yeah.
0: So we've got a bit of Primal Scream. Anyone else? Should we give a shout out to Radiohead? They always deserve a shout out, right?
1: They were your sort of thinking man's rock at the time, weren't they? Creeps on there. But like, they, they were sort of just infallible at that time. Planet Telex, The bands and...
0: Can like, I just computer. say, another band who've got two, I can't like, this is how big this compilation is. And I really would encourage people, I think it, today as we're recording it's £3.17 on Amazon, this, this compilation. It's definitely worth a purchase. Ocean Colour Scene are on there twice. And it's both from Mosley Shoals. It's The Day We Caught the Turn and The Riverboat Song. And I actually am going to stick my neck out and say, those are two real era-defining songs. Because The Riverboat Song was, do you remember T.G.F. Was it T? Tfi Friday, Tfi yeah, Friday. Oh yeah, TFI, that yeah, t- yeah. Didn't
1: it? Which was essentially like all these people were on it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but there's your woman that was on it all the time Texas. They're not on there. Texas.
0: Texas.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what you she, want
0: would have sat there nicely. She
1: was always on that show. Like they were just. It was like Chris Evans and all his mates, essentially getting pissed on a Friday afternoon in front of TV cameras and like yeah, yeah. Coke, wasn't it?
0: Reef got a heavy, heavy, heavy circulation on there as well,
1: We played with Reef like about two weeks ago, a week ago, and that, that guitarist nailed that doo, 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 like that start of that, oh, praise your head. And, like, and that guitar and that voice, they're still nailing, the, like the sound of it came across like a muddy field. It's iconic now. Yeah, it is iconic. Yeah. He's a good guitarist, that guy. He looks like a, he looks like a tramp.
0: All right, Dan, (laughs) that's (laughs) that's a guest we're never going to get on here.
1: (laughs) He looks like Steve or something. He's got like a grey beard down to his navel. But then he picks up a guitar and does that, you know, beautiful kind of sound. Great, great guitar. It's
0: a great song. It's a great song. We're going to have to try and rate this out of ten using whatever criteria you want, Dan it might be a gut feeling you might want to p- apply some sort of weird mathematical equation to it, whatever you want what are you going to give this out of 10 this compilation
2: i'm going to go on memories because a lot of this a lot of these songs are like from when i was 16 17 18 19, like even at uni from like sixth form to uni so just going on feeling i'm, I'm going to give it a nine
0: that was my gut that Me is too. nine was a gut yeah. reaction
1: there's so much on it it's like if you go to a buffet and there's so many things you can't help but be pleased do you know what i mean (laughs) there's a couple in there there's a couple of like bits of beetroot in there that you can avoid but you're satiated on good music
0: i mean i one of my big criteria with now albums and i've said this earlier in the episode is that i put them on in the car and genuinely no matter how whether i think think that things fit in or not. The only song I would genuinely, genuinely skip through is Spaceman. Yeah,
2: I'd skip a load of
0: them. I mean, I'd skip some, like, but it depends what sort of mood I'm in, but the only song I would skip because I really didn't want to listen to it was skip would be Spaceman.
1: But it is isn't nostalgic. It's purely it's amazing. nostalgic. You know what, for a better time, when there was a Labour government and there was a bit of money around, the British yeah. film industry was doing well. The music industry was doing well. Like look, all these, they're all We British. were young. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thin. <laughs> we were all thin. <laughs> <laughs> we had. Our hopes, nostalgia. Dreams and all that shit that faded and away. And now you two are
0: fully entrenched in the music yeah. industry. Had, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck we've
1: this. We've had 13 <laughs> stories and now we're all fat, adults, hopeless, you know, middle aged people. Fucked. <laughs>
0: what a fantastic way to end the podcast
1: (laughs) but it is it's nostalgic these songs are all nostalgic for a better time aren't they yeah they are
0: and it's just like thank you for bringing this one to us dan because it is it's just brilliant and it's it's a real testament to how now that's what icon music can get it so right sometimes
2: Yeah, It it
0: doesn't always get it right, but it really, really has in this case. So thank you so much for that. So before we go, what else are you up to now? What's going on? What a ferocious dog doing now that you're managing them, sending them out on a world, six-month world tour, (laughs) maybe.
1: (laughs) Gigging a lot more. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> a lot longer yeah. journeys between gigs now. <laughs> what well, Edinburgh to London? What's up? What's wrong? <laughs> the
0: UK is a very small country.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Of the exposure, guys. Think of the exposure. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, F- FD's doing great. Like they're out to Wacken Festival in Germany. I mean, they've got loads booked, loads and loads. So they've got a really, a really busy year. We're releasing, I've got to mention this, because I know the label boss would moan if I didn't, but we're releasing our Live at Rock City CD on the 16th of June. That's available to pre-order now on the our website. We'll
0: put a link in the episode description for that as oh, well.
2: Brilliant, thank you. Loads of festivals booked for next year already, so flying.
1: They are a band that are from Britain that have really, really gathered momentum.
2: They're doing a beautiful day out
1: as well. The, the only bands that I've seen that yeah. have gathered so much momentum are them and the lottery winners, are the two that mm. I would say are the next sort of major league you know in 30 years time we'll be doing like the the 20th anniversary of this album or whatever do you know what i mean yeah yeah agreed
0: father levelers and ferocious dog fans there is they're both doing a beautiful day out in leeds
1: it is yeah yes. millennium square isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah on the 22nd of july we'll put links to that as well if yeah. you want to go along to that dan thank you so so much that was so much fun and what an amazing compilation really really grateful to you for joining us so thank you to our listeners for holding on as well because it's been christmas was our last episode we're gonna try and get on a schedule and release some episodes regularly we're not not. we'll try (laughs) so just um if you follow us on our socials we'll put all of that along with some ferocious dog information in the episode description so you can just click on that and follow it straight through but we will see you well we actually have got our next episode lined up so don't be so negative i'll say that and um we'll see you very soon thank you so much for listening and goodbye